and welcome to a special pop-up <laughs> welcome to true crime paranormal with this psychic sister this is katie weaver and i'm here with some breaking news a little earlier today there was a big break uh probably the last break in the brian laundry gabby petito case just a couple of weeks ago we had talked about the fact that brian laundry's parents had applied to the FBI or filed a document with the FBI requesting uh, the notebook. They were trying to get Brian's uh, stuff back, obviously, and they wanted the notebook. And we all went, oh yeah, what about the notebook? What the hell was in that? Why do they want it? What's the deal? There was also a question of a gun. There had never been an official answer about whether or not they found a gun with Brian or they didn't. They weren't totally forthcoming. So these are things that we've been thinking about and wondering about. Hey guys, good to see you. Hope you're having a great day. So the FBI said today that they are closing this case and here's why. The notebook did in fact contain a written detail from Brian Laundrie about his murder of Gabby Petito. He admitted it. It's in the notebook. It's there. Guess that's why his parents wanted it back. I wondered if they were worried that they might be implicated in it in some way. I still wonder if they were implicated in it in some way. I wish we could see the real note. I wish we could see what he wrote. That has not been leaked or provided, but we do know now that he did confess. So that's a big piece, a big piece of closure for Gabby's family. And I think for the rest of America that has followed this case so closely. So yes, Steve, that's what we're saying. That's what we're saying. The notebook is saying he admitted to Gabby's death. Yes. Uh, I'd love to read it though and see exactly what it says. Uh, was there a suicide note in there as well? What else? We don't know, but we do know that he did finally admit to Gabby's death. So not that everyone wasn't quite sure he murdered Gabby, totally sure he married, murdered Gabby, whatever, but it's good to see it, you know? So I'm going to take you through a few things that were released today. Uh, first of which, this comes from the FBI. This is a timeline of their investigation in regards to Brian. So you won't hear much here about their investigation of, you know, trying to find Gabby, but this is Brian. So the FBI revealed that between August 30th and September 1st, Brian had used Gabby's debit card without authorization on his drive back to Florida from Wyoming. After Gabby's death, there were several text messages that they identified that happened between Brian's phone and Gabby's phone. The timing and content of these messages are indicative of Brian attempting to deceive law enforcement by giving the impression that Gabby was still alive. On September 15th, 
Brian's Ford Mustang was recovered from the T. Marbury Carlton Jr. Memorial Reserve and Myakahatchee Creek Park in Northport, Florida. This was when, uh, you know, he had driven his car there and left it and mom and dad went and got it. Uh, they also, we know now, had lied to law enforcement about when he went, went there versus when they picked up the car. On September 17th, Brian's parents reported him missing shortly after law enforcement conducted a welfare check at their residence. On September 18th, law enforcement officials commenced an extensive search of the park where Mr. Laundry's vehicle was parked and did not locate Mr. Laundry. The area where Mr. Laundry's remains were later found was part of this search area, but the area was submerged due to recent flooding at the time of the initial search. On September 22nd, 2021, the U.S. District Court of the District of Wyoming issued a federal arrest warrant for Brian. The warrant was issued pursuant to a federal grand jury indictment for violation of a federal statute, use of unauthorized access devices related to Brian's activities following the death of Gabby. On October 7th, 2021, after law enforcement made a request through Laundry's family attorney, Stephen Bertolino, the Laundries were provided personal effects. They provided personal effects to law enforcement, which were used to assist in the search of Brian. On October 20th, 2021, after water had receded from the area and the park was reopened, Mr. Bertolino notified law enforcement that Mr. Laundry's parents intended to return to the park to search for Brian. Law enforcement officers were present when Laundry's parents located an item in the park determined to belong to Mr. Laundry. Upon further search of the area, investigators found human remains, later confirmed to be him, along with a backpack, notebook, and revolver. First, we've heard of that. A review of the notebook revealed written statements by Brian claiming responsibility for Gabby's death. On November 23rd, 2021, the District 12 Medical Examiner's Office in Sarasota, Florida, released its report on the manner and cause of death of Brian Laundrie. The report concluded that he died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head. So that's how it all came down. Yeah, that's what we know. Uh, is it closure? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, is it closure for Gabby's family? They knew. I think everyone still, though, is quite frustrated with the fact that the laundries, what's their role? Did they deceive law enforcement? Seems like they did. Did they know what Brian did? When Brian rolled back into town, driving Gabby's van with no Gabby, surely they wondered where Gabby was. Now, is it possible that Brian lied to them? Sure it is. Sure it is. But this is all very weird. It's all very weird as far as they are concerned. And there's still a lot of people asking. Because now the FBI says they are closing the door on this. They're closing the file. And it still has a lot of people wondering, 
are the laundries ever going to be charged? Is there anything to charge them with? Did they know Gabby was dead? And they let this go on all of this time, all of the searches? There's a lot of questions about it. It's very, very frustrating. Yeah. I agree, Steve. It feels really weird. And see, they keep saying, they keep making a point of saying, the police were there when the laundries found Brian's stuff. But it is weird. Steve said it sounds like, really sounds like a coincidence, huh? <laughs> that Brian's parents just so happened to find the evidence after they searched that area before. I totally agree. Totally agree. It's still fishy and weird to me. But I wanted to share a few more things uh, that were released today. Let's see. This is a statement from Gabby's family. Gabby's family would like to thank the Federal Bureau of Investigation, specifically the Wyoming, Denver, New York, and Tampa offices, all of their task force members, and their assisting agencies. Gabby's family would like to thank the FBI's Victim Services Department for all they have done for them. Victim Services has been there for support from the earliest stages of this investigation and helped their entire family navigate through the worst moments of their lives. We truly appreciate the FBI's diligent and painstaking efforts in this extremely complicated case. The quality and quantity of facts and information collected by the FBI leave no doubt that Brian Laundrie murdered Gabby. And I think we can all agree that Gabby's family have been an absolute class act through all of this. This has been the worst thing that anyone could imagine going through. And they are using it as a way to help support searches in the future for other missing people to help, you know, be a part of a solution to leave a legacy for Gabby that is more transparency, more uh, visibility for other missing people, particularly missing women. And isn't that amazing? They also have, you know, I'm sure that their anger towards the laundries burns deep. I can't imagine how it couldn't, but they truly have been amazing through all of this. I think that uh, nobody knows how you're going to respond to going through a crisis like this until you do. And some people, you know, wouldn't have handled it the way they have. Not that I think there's any right or wrong answer. I mean, my God. What a horrific thing to go through and a horrible, horrible loss to live with for the rest of your life. But I will say I have been really, really impressed by them. Yeah. So a couple of other statements that were released today. This is uh, from the FBI, from Special Agent in Charge, Michael H. Schneider from the FBI Denver office. All logical investigative steps have been concluded in the case. The investigation did not identify any other individuals other than Brian Laundrie directly involved in the tragic death of Gabby Petito. The FBI's primary focus throughout the investigation was to bring justice to Gabby and her family. The public's role in helping us in this endeavor was invaluable as the investigation was covered in the media around the world. On behalf of the FBI, I want to express my deepest appreciation to the public 
for the thousands of tips that were provided during the investigation and to our local state and federal law enforcement partners for their work throughout the investigation. And that statement to me makes me think they're not charging the laundries with anything. Uh, the Petito family could still sue the laundries in civil court, Eternity says. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. You're very welcome, Steve. Thanks for being here. Yeah, they have been amazing. They have. The FBI's been amazing. I mean, we've said it a million times, but I can't say it enough. I just wish we could get this for all of our missing people. I just wish. I wish Daniel Robinson's father that has been searching the Arizona desert for the last six months for his son could get this kind of assistance. You know, I wish every MMIW case could get this kind of assistance, but I really hope that, and I believe that this case is providing more steam on missing persons cases. And I think that's huge. Uh, Two Speeds said, I pray that some sort of justice will happen to the Laundry's family. They have been deceptive from the very beginning and millions of tax dollars went into searching for him and they knew. I agree with that. I agree with that. Yep. Who is paying for that extensive, expensive search? I would imagine it is probably Florida taxpayers. Yeah. Uh, the last thing I have to share with you, uh, if you're not already mad at the laundries, <laughs> is a statement that their attorney put out today. Uh, Steve Bertolino has been their attorney throughout this. He uh, is not in Florida. I believe he's in New York. Um, any of you that are following the uh, Vallo case, uh, I've likened Bertolino to Mark Means a lot of times. And yet again, I'll do that today. Here's the statement that he released this afternoon. Gabby and Brian are no longer with their families, and this tragedy has caused enormous emotional pain and suffering to all who loved either or both of them. We can only hope that with today's closure of the case, each family can begin to heal and move forward and find peace in and with the memories of their children. May Gabby and Brian both rest in peace. No. No, Steve. May Brian rest in hell. To put them together in a statement like this, it, we're not talking about two kids that were killed in a car accident or that were murdered together. We're talking about a murderer and the beautiful life that he snuffed out. It is so disgusting to me that they would put out a statement like that at all, but today of all days, and try to act like what happened to the laundries is just as bad as what happened to the petitos, because no, it freaking isn't. I'm just dumbfounded. I'm not because that guy, like I said, he's a bit of a Mark Means, I think, but still, are you freaking kidding me? And to put out a statement like that with still absolutely no acknowledgement that Brian murdered Gabby. It's just sick. The Laundries are ill and their attorney is too for putting out a statement like that. How gross. Ugh. Anyway, some things never change apparently. I think also if you read through between the lines of that, it's uh, a plea. Let's everybody just go their separate ways and waltz off into the sunset. Please don't sue us. You know, I, I feel like that's uh, basically what they're saying on the undertone of it. Uh, let's just all agree to just go away. 
I hope they don't. I hope they don't. I hope that Gabby's family never shuts up. I hope so. So disgusting. Yeah, Eternity said, you're right. Very insensitive to speed. He's so disgusting, much like his clients. What a freaking thing to release. You know what should have been released today? What should have been released today is a statement from the Laundries with their deepest and most sincere apologies to Gabby's family that they are horrified that this happened, that they are so sad, that they are sorry, that they wish that things could be different. But those people have just kept their yaps shut, spoken only through their attorney, and they lawyered up way before anybody even knew anything was wrong. And have never said a damn word to that family. Wow. It was your kid who did this. Your kid. You owe them that. My God. Anyway, that's my opinion. <laughs> I think we all, somebody said earlier uh, that this case that they just, oh yeah, Barbara said, I'm deeply sad all over again for all involved. Yeah. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Yeah, Eternity said, I bet you they still don't believe their son did it. You know, whether they do or I think they've known it all along, but I think that, and maybe they just don't want to accept it. I think it's just more telling that they're still trying to save their own skin because they still do not want to have to admit what they knew and when. So they're skirting around that by just putting out these trite statements from their attorney rather than being decent humans. Yeah. And I'm sorry for them that their son died. I am. I'm sorry for them that their son did this. I'm sorry for their family that they've been through this. But they have not handled this well. They have not done the right thing. Yes. Two Speed said they had plenty of time to apologize or show a morsel of care or character. 150%. Yep. So... I agree, Paula. Paula said if they could, the Laundries would make Brian the victim and make it into being all Gabby's fault for making him mad enough to kill her. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Behind closed doors, I'm sure that's exactly what is happening. I think that's exactly what's happening. Is that they still want to, you know, convince themselves that in some way this Gabby caused this. Agreed. Agreed. That's probably part of the crux of no apology and no uh, remorse on their side. They didn't kill Gabby. Nobody says they did. But the way they've gone about this and handled this, it's all wrong. Yep. 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 That's right, Sai. I'm with you. They knew Gabby. Gabby lived in their house for a year. And not a peep about how sad they are. Not a peep about how devastated they are that Gabby has died. Nothing. Yep. Well, that's it. There's one other case update uh, that I'm going to just toss in here, too, because uh, we've been talking a lot this week about the Caitlin Berry uh, case. This is a missing 26-year-old girl or lady from uh, Sydney, Montana. There was a big search organized yesterday with a bunch of people from their area that came together for search. They did find remains, uh, not that far from her apartment, just in a spot that really hadn't been searched or given much attention to. So her remains have been transferred to the Billings coroner, and 
that's all we know at this point. And so there's really no talk yet about whether or not this was foul play or it wasn't. We're just waiting and seeing. But uh, unfortunately, they found remains. Now, of course, they haven't been officially um, identified yet, but they have been identified unofficially by family and law enforcement. So very sad on that front. Very sad for her family. But man, I've been impressed with the people in that area, how well they have come together, how well the businesses came together. There was supposed to be a benefit event this evening at the bar and, you know, some work on taking care of, uh, or, you know, to fundraise for this, to fundraise for them to search for her. And that's still carrying on. They're still going to have that. They're still going to come together as a community. Eternity, her mother's fiance has been arrested. I did not read that. Hmm. Well, now I feel like we better check that out because uh, I did not know that. Okay. I'm going to have to update that later on. I, do, I have not seen that uh, from the family yet, but uh, I'm not discounting you. Just uh, trying to keep up with this case and figure it out. Oh, no, she means the eight-year-old girl in Australia. Okay, no, sorry, I'm talking about Caitlin Berry. Yeah, in, in Montana. Okay, never mind. Nope, that's not true. <laughs> Thank you for clearing that up. I was dumbfounded. I had not heard that and wasn't familiar. Anyway, so all the love to the Berry family and to everybody in that area that has worked so hard. But people with communities with missing persons could take a page out of Sydney Montana's book because they have been amazing. They really have. All right, you're fine. No worries. Just there's a lot of missing persons cases out there. I get you. Yep, they're everywhere. Well, you guys, that's it. So it's Friday. So I hope you do something fun. I hope you have some fun this weekend. Try to stay healthy. Try to stay warm. Crazy, crazy stuff out there right now. But do you take good care of you, please. Thanks so much for being here. This has been yet another production of True Crime Paranormal with this psychic sister. Take care.